gift from them to let me know they love me. I love them so much. I'm just grateful for them. Saints, you got to become grateful for your family. If you have had an art with one of your sisters or brothers, call them up. Tell them, I, I love you. I don't care what they did to you. It's not about them. It's about you. Call them up. Stop criticizing. Be grateful. Hallelujah. Be grateful. Y'all with somebody. I'm preaching already. The Hawkins family uh, used to sing that song. Be grateful. Listen. Be grateful you got a husband. Be grateful you have a wife. Hallelujah. And you who don't have it, be grateful you're single. Glory to God. I'm preaching already. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Glory to God. I got married folk who want to be single. And I got single folk who want to be married. Be grateful in whatever condition you're in. Ooh, I feel like slapping somebody. I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Hallelujah! Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. When I look at Donald uh, and see him out there sitting, Donald Jones, Deacon Donald Jones, know he was at death's door. Hallelujah! Look at mother out here. Glory to God! People who've been in the hospital. death's door and to see us alive and well still with our right minds we might not have all of our strength but we got a little bit hey we might have a pain every now and then but thank God you can feel the pain I wish somebody hearing me so, oh God let me get back to my message hallelujah mmm Psalms 103. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet, please. Psalms 103. Hallelujah. Let's just read this together. This is our theme scripture. The entire month, our ministry on Sundays are going to be dedicated to this theme that we don't forget. Come on, let's read together. What does it say? Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me. Do what? Bless Here it is, verse number two. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. One more time. Verse number two. What? Bless the Lord, O my. Verse number two. And forget not all. You may be seated. The theme 
of today's message and this entire month is I must give thanks. Hallelujah. We had a fantastic leadership, vision leadership meeting yesterday as we prepare for 2020. And I mentioned that in the morning when you wake up, wake up with, a, with thanksgiving on your lips. Lord, I just thank you for another day. Before you fuss at the dog, before you check to see who texts you on Facebook through the night. See how many likes you got from the post you put the night before. Get up in the morning, Sister April, and just say, Lord, I thank you. And then, when you get to bed that night, let the last thing come out of your mouth before you go to snoring. Lord, I give you thanks. And then during the day, you who are involved in social media, I've challenged you. And, 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 and really, I saw Minister Sidney Holland. She started it. She said, I'm going to post something every day. She said, I heard what pastor said, and I'm going to post something every day. I'm going to give God thanks, something different every day for the whole month of November. I fell right in line and did the same thing. already posted today, yesterday. Y'all don't hear me? And to make it where we can be blessed, use the hashtag, those of you who know about that, others who don't, just, just amen. Hashtag, I must give thanks. And once you do that, we can follow along with all of uh, each other's thanksgiving. I, I was driving to church today, and I was planning on this day, I'm going to give God thanks for this. And this day, I'm going to give God thanks for that. I'm, uh, I, have, I have it all scheduled. If people can put negativity out on the social media and hatred, ah, you know I can put God, give God some thanks on the social And what would happen if we would just bombard social media with giving God thanks? And then tell our friends, share, ask them to do the same. Hallelujah! Don't tell me we couldn't make a difference. I must give God thanks. That's, and that's the theme of the message for today. I must give God thanks. A couple of Wednesdays ago, during the week of consecration. I taught the lesson, what's happening? As I dealt with the spirit of this time, that we cannot stop. We're living, hallelujah, in a time where it is very evident Jesus is coming soon. I know we've heard it many times, and even in the scripture, it talks about those that will make fun scoffers. You've been talking about Jesus is coming and he still hasn't come. Honey, I'm believing God. I didn't put too much into this to turn around now. <laughs> the old folks used to say, 99 and a half won't do. Somebody know what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, today we live off a curve. And depending upon the response of the test in the classroom, 70 
uh, percent could be an A because it's graded off of a curve. God doesn't work off of a curve. Hey, he means what he says. And I'm holding true to the value that I must do everything I can to please God in my walk and my talk. Sin is rampant everywhere. That's in St. Matthew chapter 24, verse number 12. When the disciples said, Lord, what shall be the sign of the end times? That, oh, what is the sign? And he went on to give a number of things that he talked about. Sin will be rampant everywhere. And uh, the men's hearts will wax cold. Hallelujah. And those that were in that class, if you remember how I tilted the earth on its axis and talked about how the further away from the sun, the colder it gets. And we're in that time now where people have turned further and further away from God. And as a result, uh, because they're further and further away from the sun, uh, their love is waxing cold. People are so ungrateful nowadays. Included in the love of many that are waxing cold are how people ingrates who are so unappreciative. They're forgetting. They're, they're forgetting. They're forgetting. Sometimes we forget how good God's been to us. Hallelujah. We forget. We, we haven't not always been even to wear nice clothes. Some of us can rem should remember the conditions we were in. I'm talking about even in the church. Some who even had good homes and good parents. We went astray, acted a fool. I'm going to tell a Claire, I'm going to tell it. I heard Claire. Hallelujah. See, senior moment. It takes a time for that name to come up. Hallelujah. But, but, but uh, I'm serious. We forget. Mother Fleming, you can't forget the, the, the issues you had to deal with when you were young. Uh, somebody don't even always know uh, your story. your story they see you here smiling they see you here praising God but they weren't there when you had to struggle every day hey and you pray God help me to get through the night and look where God has brought you from see some of you haven't lived long enough Whoo! that's why we can't forget John where God's brought us from when we were out acting a fool we made some decisions that should have took us out of here. Ah, some of us should have full-blown age right now, but nothing is wrong with our blood. Thank, somebody y'all say, thank God for the grace. Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. Thank God for grace. Accidents, and I, I remember Vicky. I think it was Vicky in that car accident. Her car was car was total, and it was as if the Lord lifted her up and just laid her uh, nicely on the ground. 
Saints, I refuse to forget what God's done for me. I refuse to forget the prayers that I pray, even for the saints, and God turned it around. Hey, you might forget, but honey, I'm not going to forget. In fact, Job said, I'm going to praise God for my children. They might not even know that you've been good, but I'm going to put a praise for, for them. Until they come around. I wish somebody hear me. You need to praise, put a praise for your children until they come around. Why? Somebody prayed for you. Had you on their mind. Took the time. I'm talking about your mother, your father, your grandparents, your pastor. Now that we done come out, we got to do the same thing and pray for somebody else. Help me, Holy Ghost. I've asked people to come just 15 minutes early and pray here in the sanctuary, but we're too busy, too much in fellowship. Some would rather sit in the foyer than come in the house and just sit while the prayer's going on. You got to remember, God's been good to you. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like preaching. I'm not fussing, I'm preaching. You can't come to church, but when you you on your way to the hospital and the ER, then you're asking the saints to pray for you. Hallelujah, how come you haven't been to the house of God praying? Sometimes we presume on the grace of God. We presume we're going to make it home this evening. Hallelujah. Start our car up and don't even think about praying. Lord, get, let me get to my destination safely. Hallelujah. Got situations now. I can't talk about it all. We're praying between life and death. Some saints are scared to death. And I'm trying to tell them, don't be scared. God's got you. They're here right now. Look at somebody just saying, God's got you. See, we can't tell everybody your business because some are pipelines to hell. Sometimes you just got to keep things to yourself and a small group that you know who won't be talking about you but will be praying for you. Hey, I need somebody to pray for me. Lord, keep my mind. Keep my spirit. Lord, if you don't do it, it can't be done. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hallelujah. And all these. And the Lord put a spirit of, of death on me like this morning. It changes my focus, it interrupts the schedule. This thing is serious, saints. People are dying all around us. But as a shepherd, you are responsible to watch over the sheep. You might not have a job next week. What am I talking about? You might be dead and gone. Then everything you work for is going to be going to somebody else. Hey, you better live while you have a chance and enjoy life. Woo. 
Hallelujah. Help me, Holy Ghost. Ingrates. That's the spirit of this age. Where people forget. Hallelujah. It reminds me, and listen, I'm not talking about just people in the world. You, uh, they're going to get it for me, Deuteronomy. Uh, even the people of God. Who should know better. Who should realize. See, sometimes in the world, uh, they've not had that experience with God yet. But we who have had that experience. Deuteronomy, chapter number uh, uh, 32. The scripture talks about how the Lord, this is the Lord testifying. He found him, referring to the people of God, Israel, in a desert land, in the waste howling wilderness. But he led him about. He instructed him. He kept the people of God as the apple of their eye. He was there to answer uh, their prayers. When they needed something and pleaded and petitioned him, God was right there. Hey, when they were under the abuse of the slave masters and they needed to be free from bondage because there was a king or a pharaoh on the throne that did not have that same relationship with them as a result of Joseph dying. Hallelujah. God said, I still kept them as the apple of their eye, as my eye. And then he goes on to say in verse number 11, he said, Fluttereth over her young. Spreadeth abroad her wings and taketh them. The Lord said, I put each one of you on my wings. And as I flew, I kept you safe. Ah, some of us have to testify. Sister Allen, we don't know how we got out of certain situations. Hey, hallelujah. Regina, we don't know how the Lord turned it around. I wish somebody hear me. Oh, when, when we were struggling and didn't even know how we was going to have the rent paid next week. And now God has blessed us with so much. What happened? God put you on his wing and, and, and began to fly you through situations. Where somebody plotted to kill you and to take you out. God said, no, 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 this is my son. This is my daughter. Hallelujah. Put him, put him on his wing and said, come on and soar with me. I believe I can fly. And we rebuked the person who sang it. But anyway. And then in verse 12, the Bible said, here it is. So the Lord alone. It wasn't because... Of your ability. It was because you were lucky. The Lord alone. That's why we got to give God his due. It wasn't because your cousin worked in the human uh, uh, the resource center that got you that job. Your cousin wasn't even thinking about you. The Lord alone did it. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Talking about, yeah, my, my girlfriend hooked me up with my husband. It wouldn't know your girlfriend. You didn't know your girlfriend was trying to hook that man up for him herself. 
the Lord will use the devil to bring you a blessing. Oh, see, y'all don't hear me. I, that went over somebody's head. The Lord will use a devil to bring you a blessing. <laughs> Here come the devil, but you don't know he got a blessing for you because God made him bring you a blessing. Hey, Claire, where you at? Do I have a blessing coming? Where you at, Claire? Amen. Y'all wake up back there. Hallelujah, Claire. <laughs> So the Lord alone did lead him. What? And there was no strange God with him. Come on, come on. But something happened. Come on. He made him ride on the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields. He made him to suck honey out of the rock, oil out of the flinty rock. He provided his every need. Come on. Butter of kind, milk of sheep. With fat of lambs, rams of the breed of Bashan, goats, fat of kidneys of wheat. Thou didst drink the pure blood of... Listen, he, he gave the saints a buffet. That's what that is. The buffet where the mothers go every Sunday. With Sheldon. <laughs> able to eat, 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 eat. You know, y'all know how you get with the buffet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my money's worth. Now you're already full. You done button, unbuttoned your pants. Loose. But I said, I paid this money. I'm gonna get everything. And then some of you got the nerve to sneak some wings in a plastic bag and put them in your purse. The devil is alive. <laughs> Woo. If security would ever ask us to open our purse when you left the buffet, we'd be, we'd be put in jail somewhere. <laughs> That's how the saints, the saints, the Lord said, I provided a buffet for you. And I'm not just talking, listen, I'm not just talking about natural. God has put us in an environment where we are fed every week. I don't care who's preaching at this place. The ministers, the pastors, the elders, they come with great food. Spiritual food. I'm proud of them. Hey, I take time to prepare and provide the best. This past Wednesday, we had Bible study. And, of course, they had the weather uh, reports of things going to be uh, inclement. And we talked over the staff. And I said, well, I'm just going to come whoever is there. And I'm going to still teach. Ten showed up. I thought, I thought the Lord would save the city for, for at least more than ten. <laughs> ten showed up. No musicians, nothing. I think I had one pastor there. <laughs> Let's all talk about hallelujah. <laughs> that were there, I taught as if it was a hundred people. I prepared the lesson. 
and, and still taught. Hallelujah, even today. Glory to God. I didn't say, well, let me just have a quick service and let's head on home and, and get some chicken. Hallelujah. Some of y'all hearts got glad when I said I'm going to start preaching right now. You didn't care about the spirit or anything else. You just said, ooh, we're going to get out early today. <laughs> then you had the nerve to say, hallelujah. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it real, saints. <laughs> hallelujah. And in your mind, we're going to get out early. I could have came with that spirit. But I'm, I recognize I'm in a position, maybe not you, that sometimes you have to be between life and death. And I hope my pastors can hear this. We can't come in the church. Yes, maybe things did not happen the way we wanted to this morning. But when we hit that door, there's got to be a smile on our face. Our disposition has got to be, I got to bless the Lord. I got to be a blessing to the saints. They should never be able to look on our continents and determine, oh, something wrong with him. Something wrong with her. They're up there worshiping. Everybody else is in the spirit. They're up, Jesus, keep me near the cross. I would rather you not sing. It's too serious. Help me, Holy Ghost. Fantastic buffet. God said I provided for them. But something happened. Here it is. Verse number 15. What happened? But Jeshurun did what? They waxed fat. And did what? Started kicking. God provided so much to them that they forgot how God had blessed them. They got so big going to the buffet. Oh, that's, that's, that's the scripture. That's the scripture. They got so big from the buffet, everything was provided for them. They were no longer in Egypt. They were no longer under a bondage where they only got some uh, uh, biscuits or some broth every day but still had to work like dogs. Got good and got fat and then kicking. You know what that means? They started complaining. Tantrum. Out in here. Too cold in here. Service too long. Ooh, the weather's too bad. <coughs> I got a cold. Kicking, 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 complaining. I told the ministers a few weeks ago we had a meeting uh, and I had a bag. I told everyone go in the bag and take out what you find in the bag. Each one took one out. And each one was different, had a different, each one of those was an excuse. And I said, that's what we do. We go into our bag of excuses and start pulling it out. Kicking. That's, what, that's the scripture. God said, my people waxed fat and kicked. He says, thou art waxing fat and you done grown thick. 
And then beyond that, you're covered with fatness. Here it is. And this is it. This is it. Then he forsook God, which made him. He got to the point where God had blessed him so he felt he didn't need God anymore. He didn't need to come to service anymore. He didn't need to come to Bible class anymore. I've been to so many Bible classes all my life. I've been to so many services. I don't need it. That's, that's the point of the scripture. I hope this message is sobering as we begin this week. And the Lord said, that's why I want this entire month to be dedicated. That you don't forget the many benefits that I bestowed upon you. That before you open your mouth to complain and open your mouth to get ready to say, that, that why is this happening? Shut up! And remember how good God's been to you. Don't you dare complain when the Lord has blessed you. Hallelujah. Then he forsook God which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. And I, I'm almost finished. But, but, but it reminds me of an instant in St. Luke chapter number 17. Where there were some lepers, 10 of them. And they needed healing. See, in the Old Testament, in Leviticus, we find how there was a regulation in the law of how you should treat lepers. Those that were diseased with something that would cause great boils to come out on them and pus. And they smelled horribly. I've had the chance to, when I was in India, I mentioned it a couple of times, and there was just a horrendous stench. I thought we were by a sewer system or something, but they said, no, that's where the lepers live. Because the lepers only, and I'm, I'm talking about something, I'm not talking about in biblical times, I'm talking about something just 10, 15, 20 years ago. That's where the lepers live because they have to prov prevented them from even engaging in fellowship with the people of God. They had to live outside the camp. They couldn't even travel with the people of God. I wish somebody hear me. Hallelujah! But there was 10, and they heard Jesus was passing their way. Whoa, they said, this is an opportunity. We've heard the reputation of this man. We've, we've heard of how he's able to work miracles. We better take advantage because we don't know when this opportunity is coming again. When God begins to pass your way, you cannot wait. You cannot procrastinate. Honey, you don't know when it's going to happen again. You better lift up and open your mouth and cry, Jesus! Have mercy on me. Some of them, no doubt, had picked up the disease by mistake. It wasn't that their intent was always evil. But for whatever reason, they had this leprosy. Ten of them. And the Bible said they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. They didn't even ask for healing. 
Sometimes we ask for what we shouldn't be asking for. Put the focus and the attention. God have mercy on me. Because if you don't do it, Lord, it can't be done. I remember how the Lord worked divine intervention when nobody else could do it. Hallelujah. It was God who turned it around. I know I'm preaching to somebody. You, you've kept something secret that you haven't even shared with no one. But I'm telling you, you remember how God got you out? You don't know today how it happened, but God worked them so sanctimonious and holy, looking down on somebody else when you were less than the least of the people of God. Hallelujah. Have mercy. Somebody shout, mercy, Lord. Now, maybe you don't need mercy. I know I do every day. Mercy, Lord. I've not always been perfect. I've not always made the right decision. I know I've made some mistakes and I've erred along the way. But I'm not so holy that I can't ask God, Mercy, Lord! Hallelujah. They lifted up their voices. They cried mercy on us. And then... Come on. When he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves under the priest. Now, that was significant because in the law, only the priest can declare that you've been healed. Remember, the priests were in the temple. Get the picture. They're full of leprosy. Hallelujah. Jesus says, Go and present yourself to the priest. Wait a minute. They still got leprosy. You can't go to the priest unless you're healed. And then when the priest sees that you're healed, he then will declare clean. Prior to that, you were declared unclean. Only the priest could declare you're clean. It was against all protocol to go to the priest and to start traveling if you're still full of leprosy. But God wanted to see, where's your faith? If I tell you to move, even though you might not see healing in your body, I want you to go and declare to the priest, hallelujah! That's why sometimes God wants you to work first without seeing the results. He wants you to trust him and believe him that when he says, I'm going to make a way for you, even when all of the doors look like they were closed, don't give up the faith if it's been put in your spirit to do a way of the doors closed. That even when they said the door was closed, you still putting your money away. I, I don't know how it's going to happen this year. Listen, I can't even listen to the saints and those around me uh, because sometimes they'll discourage you. But when you know you've heard from God, you got to believe what the Lord has said. Uh, God, I'm trusting you. They, every one of them, all ten of them, had the faith to believe. Ah, 
Sometimes your situation is you can't do anything else but believe. They all launched out. And look, here's the miracle. As they began moving by faith, the healing was happening in their body. Every step they made running towards the priest, God was cleaning up their body, cleaning up the blood, taking the scabs off, removing the pus. That finally, as they went, uh, give me the next verse, as they were traveling, one of them, when he was healed, turned back and said, they said, we're, we're healed. We're, we, we, we're healed. Nine of them kept on running to the priest. That's what Jesus told them to do. They were just being obedient to the Lord. The Lord said, go show yourself to the priest. They got healed and was running, but one... One said, I'm healed. And before I go to the priest, I got to go back to Jesus. Woo! I must give thanks. Honey, before I declare my healing, I got to realize it was only God who did this thing. I got to go back. But Jesus said, one of the priests, I got to go back and let God know I glorify him. I magnify him. I give him thanks. He's everything to me. Here it is, next verse. And the Lord said, as he fell down on his face at his feet giving thanks, he was a Samaritan, which means he wasn't even from the church. He the, the sanctified church, the, the Holy Ghost filled church, the tongue talking church. He was from one of those other denominations, but he had to realize I got to go back. And when that happened, Jesus, the, go to verse number 17. Uh, if, and Jesus answering said, Were there not nine, a ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? This month. I pray you'll be that one. That I must give God thanks. This entire month, if you don't get anything for Thanksgiving, if no one invites you over their house and you got to eat pork and beans or spam, Thank God for the spam. Roman, Roman, were those Roman noodles? Ramen noodles. Thank, as you suck it, it is. Thank you, Jesus. If Patrick Mahomes doesn't play and the Chiefs still lose, it's no sweat off my back. I'm still going to give God praise. I must give thanks. Have you been blessed this morning? Father, we thank you, Lord. You've been good to us. Let us not be so ungrateful like the nine. 
that we're so caught up with our healing and the prayer being answered that we don't stop and return back and say, God, I thank you. Now, let somebody today realize how good you've been to them. To stop and say, Lord, I thank you. Even for my salvation that you're getting ready to do in my life. Forgive me for those times that I've been so far away from you. But I'm grateful, Lord, that you've not given up on me. And you've made a way of escape. 